I hear a lot of people today, even Christians, using anti this anti-biblical word, partner, to describe their husband and wife. This is a problem biblically, and I want to explain to you why. Today I will teach you why this word should never be used in the context of describing your wife. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, sponsored by Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. It's equipping men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. You know I'm Jim Ramos, your host and guide of Spotify's number one podcast for Christian men, leading you to your best version in the stress bubble of life and beyond. Welcome to today's show. Guys, hey, I want to say this. Thank you for helping us triple our audience this year because you've shared our podcast with your friends who need to hear this stuff. So thank you so much. We are exploding for such a small niche as our target audience is. We are seeing this macro uh, event happening and you guys deserve the thanks for that. So thanks for partnering with us, locking arms on our journey to help men become their best version. Speaking of best version, I want to share with you one of our hero stories. As you know, hero story is not a story where you're telling men in the arena how awesome men in the arena is. A hero story is where you're sharing with us about your life or someone you love and how they've been transformed by God through this ministry. We use yours. We will, if we use yours live, we will send you some swag uh, just to say thank you. So th- this is the second one we received this year. We are on track right now to have one hero story for every day of the year. So I'm excited. Number This second one says this, I want to thank you guys for your podcast and challenging me to get out of the bleachers. I've just taken over the men's group through our church and your podcast has given me the confidence to take on this role and allow God to help me help other men 
in our valley to get in the arena. That is so cool. Thank you so much, Levi. Hit us up with your physical address. We want to send you something just to say thanks. Hey guys, I want to jump into the meat of today's podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. You know, uh, my wife and I have an Airbnb. We had somebody reached out to us recently and they said that they and their partner were staying at our house. So my wife and I thought, well, that's interesting. I mean, what partner were like, oh, they must be, you know, a homosexual couple. Well, come to find out they were not a homosexual couple. They were a man and a woman staying at our place, but they just called each other simply partner. And I've heard this phrase a lot lately, enough so that I need to address why I believe it is not only is it anti-biblical, but it is antagonistic to the nuclear family the way God designed it. And let me explain what I mean by that. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 22, it says this, The Lord fashioned into a woman the rib which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. And the man said, This is now bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and the two will weave. They will become one flesh. So this is critical that you understand this. In God's design for marriage, he's designed us to leave, cleave, and weave. He's designed a a man and woman to come together in union as one under the covenant of God. Now, when a couple gets married, two things happen. The first thing is they go to the county clerk's office and they get a contract. They pay and they receive a legal contract. This contract in the business world is something used as a firewall. It protects me from harm that you may incur. It it, it gives me protection in case this, this contract dissolves. So legally, marriage is a contract. It is a contract. So From a legal standpoint, it is a a partnership, but it's way more than that. Marriage is not only a contract, but marriage is a covenant. When we get married, when two believers get married under God, they get married under the biblical covenant that God offers, this mantle of protection, this mantle of vulnerability. You see, a covenant is unlike a contract which protects me from you, a covenant is a complete opening of oneself to another with complete vulnerability and transparency. It's really a no-holds-barred relationship. It's really where the rubber meets the road. It is probably the most risky relationship you can ever invest or engage in, this thing called covenant. It says, everything I have is yours, and I'm trusting you with that tremendous responsibility. And so marriage is a contract, but it's also a covenant. And these two come together. So to say that my wife is my partner is legally true, but biblically it's in outer space. It's, it's, it's not even close to the mark. My wife is way more than my partner. She is my person. She is the one I've covenanted with. She's way, way greater than my partner. She's my person. She's my wife. Marriage is not the marketplace. And if you claim to follow Jesus, we need to take marriage out of the marketplace and put it back into the Bible. 
People are broken. I'm my parents were divorced when I was a young man, a ch- young child, and I'm telling you there was a brokenness that I still carry today. People are broken after divorce because this covenant was not kept and people adhered to a contract and neglected the covenant. And I see this in the church all the time. The world uses this term partner. Here's what I want to tell you what I believe. I believe the world and we, the Philippians 3.20 says, we are not citizens of this world. We are citizens of heaven. But those who are citizens of this world use this term partner. And I believe this is a strategic word. I believe that certain people and groups use this word to strategically destroy and dismantle the nuclear family that God ordained in the covenant of marriage. I believe that homosexual partnerships are not under the banner or the mantle of God's ordained marriage. I believe that living together before you are married is not under God's covenant of marriage. And I believe that even exclusive dating relationships that are sexually active are not under God's covenant of marriage. These three things are not biblically recognized as holy and ordained uh, enterprises that God blesses. And if you want to have a scriptural discussion with me on that, I welcome it. Hundred times over, I welcome it because it is the most clear thing in the Bible that you will ever see if you are really looking for truth. That those three relationships are not under God's covenant; they are outside of, they are extra covenantal, and they are contractual, maybe, but not covenantal because they do not stand under God's word for what a marriage is supposed to be. Thus, they are not covenant relationships. They are contractual relationships. So when people say that this is my partner and they're living in a homosexual relationship or they're living in a cohabitational relationship or they're living in an exclusive monogamous sexual relationship, those people are not under God's covenant. And they never will be until they repent and they come under God's covenant. So I I hope that you understand why I will never use the word partner to describe this person who is my person, who is my wife. Because in doing so, I'm taking away what the Bible says about covenant, and I'm replacing it about what the world says about contract. And I will never do that, and I will not sit by and let other people do it either. We have to help our world to understand there's something deeper, more meaningful, more rich, more significant than a mere partnership. There is somebody out there who wants to be our person as we bring that person into covenant under God's mighty word. So guys, hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did and you've got a friend who's struggling in one of those three areas I mentioned, please send this over to them. Have them reach out to us. I'd love to sit down and and, uh, sort through some of this stuff biblically. So until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. Be a man.